download the free 1033 The Goat app now. Right now. You go mail and the very latest sports news now. Did he say what I think he said? 1033 The Goat. The rumors are true. People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Dave Schultz and Sports Chat are back. I'm back, baby! I'm back! One change, though. I'm sorry, that deal's now off the table. What? We live in a different world than we did just 30 seconds ago. Instead of waking you up, he's taking you home from work. Hey, Dad, you want to have a catch? I'd like that. Talking Cajuns, Tigers, Saints, all of it. I am the father. Buckle up, Acadiana. I feel the need, the need for speed. Ow! It's time for Sports Chat with Dave Schultz on 103.3 The Goat. Oh, hi, I'm Hollywood Steve. You caught me relaxing in my music nook. From 1976 to 1984, the radio airwaves were dominated by really smooth music, also known as Yacht Rock. These Yacht Rockers docked a remarkable fleet of number one hits, and every song has a story behind it. Let me tell you one. SEC Media Days on a Yacht Rock Wednesday afternoon. Sports Chat 103.3, the GOAT, all powered by Dwight Andrus Insurance, a division of Hub International and Lafayette Roofing. It's Alabama Day. We bring in our guy, Tony Sakalis from Tide Illustrated, one of the few who agree with me. I don't care how many national championships he's won, Tony, but carrot cake is not any good. Why are we eating vegetables and dessert together. That is not... If I wanted salad as my dessert, I would have salad as my dessert. Exactly. Out of all the, you know, flavors of cake, carrot cannot be number one. I don't necessarily think it's an awful cake, but it is on, like, very low tier of cakes. There's so many other... It should not even be a cake. Why are we making cake out of vegetables? I The only thing I... Fruit cake might be worse than carrot cake. I'm not, it's got sugar in it. I don't even know if fruit... Does fruit cake actually have fruit in it, or does it just have, like, pieces of, like... Holiday like Legos and stuff, you know. You have chocolate, vanilla, even strawberry flavored king king cake, caramel cake would be good. The ice cream cake is good. I'm not eating what, cucumber cake, squash cake. Are we just what? You know, it's like people who put pineapple on pizza. What are they doing? I don't know. My my girlfriend puts pineapple on pizza, so uh, one we'll rip her as well. One time we had you need to be careful. One time, no, I will say this. One time we had a pizza, and I like having jalapeno on my pizza. One time it was like. It crossed over, and I had a jalapeno and pineapple pizza. No, it was good. Like, so I, I recommend that. Maybe that. Maybe the people that don't like pineapple pizza just add some spice to it. All of a sudden, it kind of balances it back out. Yeah. All right. Other than his poor choice in, in dessert, uh, and I'll take that up with him sometime. I'm sure. I'll, I'm sure that'll be appreciated. What did you think of Nick Saban at uh, at SEC Media Days? Uh, pretty much what we expected. I mean, the whole cake. Uh, discussion stems from you know him kind of comparing that or using that as an analogy of not wanting to take the cake out of the oven too soon, not wanting to name his starting quarterback too soon. Uh, we didn't really learn anything about you know how Alabama, who Alabama's next quarterback is going to be. Um, he said that you know the competition is pretty equal between uh, Jalen Milrow, Ty Simpson, and Tyler Buckner. Um, so we'll just have to see. That's the big question I think everyone wanted to know. And, um, you know, uh, we, we really don't know it. Uh, he was really complimentary of his offensive coordinator, Tommy Reese. 
um, Kevin Steele as well. Uh, I think that those two have been a hit so far. I think it's easy to say that, you know, offensive coordinators are a hit before you see them on the field. But I think there's reasons to suggest that Alabama is in good spots and at both those places. It seemed like Nick was in a good mood. It seemed like he was pretty happy with his team, and it seemed like the players were really confident. Uh, one of the things that stood out for me, at least, was uh, J.C. Latham said that he felt, you know, it's disrespectful that Alabama has lower standards now, or lower expectations, Not sorry, not standards, now than it has in the past. I mean, uh, Alabama has been picked to win the SEC for every year since, 19, or since, since uh, 2015. There's a chance, there's a good chance. I think right. most people would say they're going to pick Georgia. Right. And I think that that's something that kind of pisses off, uh, JC Latham. Talking to Tony Sakala's Tide Illustrated, other than knowing the quarterback heading into fall camp, like we've had for the last basically six seasons, does he have a time frame? It doesn't matter when you find out or I find out or the fans find out. When does Nick Saban want to have that decision made? Yeah, he kind of said it's just going to happen when it happens. And you know, if you look at the past, uh, he might never actually name it. I think, you know, a lot of times, yeah, I think we might just roll into, you know, the final week of the postseason or the, the offseason and, and maybe, maybe there's a number one quarterback listed on the depth chart. Maybe there's not. Maybe, I mean, look back to 2000. We're going to get the, we're going to get the Jalen Milrow or Ty Simpson. Right. Look back to 2016. We thought it was going to be Cooper Bateman or Blake Barnett and, you know, it was Blake Barnett technically, and then two series later, it was Jalen Hurts for the rest of the year. So you really don't know until that first game uh, what things are going to look like. Is he going to get up into the sideline uh, reporter's face again? I don't know. You know, I, uh, that one was almost like they didn't have a quarterback competition or, or you know, I think he had already made up his mind about Jalen, but it was a delicate uh, situation. So, um, you know, that that's... That's interesting. You know, we could have something like that. I, I, I kind of think since it's Middle Tennessee, there won't be that marquee first game. I think we're going to kind of know uh, where things stand. And, you know, I, I think... Well, are we? Because I presume in that game, someone's going to play in the first quarter or first half, and someone's going to play in the second half. Or you think they're just going to roll with the, the guy because the next game is a marquee game? I do think that there might be some split, but I think, you know, whoever goes first, I think, tends to be the guy that's leading. And I think... You know, you're going to want to have, you, you can do that against Middle Tennessee State, but you cannot do that against Texas. You can't just, that's going to be such a big game. You can't just filter in and out quarterbacks. So, uh, the person that, you know, if the person that goes in first against Middle Tennessee stinks, then yeah, I think right. you'll expect the other guy to start against Texas. But if that person that goes in against Middle Tennessee does well and the other guy does well, I still think you pretty much know that that first guy is probably the guy that's going to play against Texas. Well, if the first guy stinks and he stinks from the beginning, he's not going to finish the game, right? And that's how Jalen Hurts got his job. Who started the season when Jalen Hurts was a quarterback? It was Blake Burnett, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's funny. A lot of people don't include Blake Burnett as a starting quarterback for Alabama, but he did have that game, so, yeah. All right, uh, we're talking with Tony Sukalis on a Wednesday afternoon sports chat, uh, Yacht Rock edition at SEC Media Days, 103.3 The Goat. All right, where do you think the strength is? Because we don't know if it's the quarterback for Alabama, and it has been for the last six years. Where is the strength of this Alabama football team right now? There's a few of them. I mean, you could look at the, the, all the five stars they have as edge rushers. I know you, you lost Will Anderson, but you have so many five star edge rushers coming back. Uh, obviously today, Dallas Turner said that he feels like he's the best defensive player in the SEC. So that's, that's a point of strength. But the one I'm actually going to go with is offensive line. Uh, they have to rebuild the unit after losing three starters, but I like what they have in terms of, you know, talent and, you know, people coming back. I, I think JC Latham's where it all starts. I expect him to take over the left tackle position.
But you also have Tyler Booker. You have uh, Seth McLaughlin returning. And then I think with those other two spots, you, you have some guys that could really come in. Eliza Pritchard is a guy that, you know, a five-star guy that was hurt last year, but as a redshirt freshman could really come in. And I, I really like another five-star freshman in Caden Proctor, who was the top tackle in this year's class. So, um, the offensive line has been an issue for Alabama over the last couple of seasons. It is, but the talent it has this year, if, you know, it's different because you could have talented guys that aren't ready to play yet. And so that, you know, that could be an issue. But if you look at just the sheer talent and, you know, according to rivals, Alabama will have the top rated offensive tackle in each of the last three classes. So that's, you know, no other team has that. Uh, and if that all meshes together, and those players can play to their potential. Alabama, that could really be the strength. And I think that's going to be influential not only in protecting the quarterbacks, but clearing the way for what is a really deep running back group that you could also argue is one of Alabama's strengths as well. They lost a ton on defense. A lot of the talent they had on last year's team was the defense, but they are bringing a bunch of guys back. You mentioned the defensive line. You didn't mention Chris Braswell or my guy Deontay Lawson from Mobile Christian. And, of course, Kool-Aid McKinstry, who may be the best-dressed guy here uh, at SEC Media Days. He may win the award. Where is their strength defensively other than the defensive line? Yeah, so outside of, like, that edge-rushing defensive line, I think – it's weird because, like, it could come in the secondary. I like a lot of the talent they have in the secondary, but they're losing four starters from their preferred nickel unit. That being said, you do have uh, Khalid McKenstry coming back. You do have Terry and Arnold coming back. Both those guys, you know, started last year. And then you've got uh, Malachi Moore, who didn't start last year, but has a lot of first-team experience and has a lot of starting experience from two years ago. So he's another guy that, you know, can, can play. Caleb... Caleb Downs, the five-star freshman, is a guy that I expect to contribute. You brought in two uh, transfers and Trey Amos and from from the Cajuns, from the Raging Cajuns. Are, for, take it for what it's worth, but ourlads.com has Amos as one of, as the starting corner. Yeah, and if he's not, he'll still be. He'll add quality depth, and you know Alabama is going to face some spread out uh, defenses where they're going to have to put a lot of defensive backs on the field. So it's really good to have that depth. And another guy from UAB is Jalen Key, and he's a guy. He's a big safety that could kind of play in the box, that money position, um, or you could play the star position. You know, so there's a lot of options that they have with that new depth in the secondary, and I think it'll be interesting to see kind of how it all plays out. All right, so maybe as we wrap it up here with Tony Sukala's Tide Illustrated, maybe Nick was a little bit more relaxed. Kirby's got the target on his back for the on-field and off-field issues. Nothing really like that for Nick right now. And they're not expected to win, so of course he comes in with a little bit of chip on his shoulder. Uh, and we're out to prove you wrong type of deal. I still think they're going to lose a couple of ball games. I think they're going to lose Texas and maybe LSU. I don't know the other one. Um, but I was right a couple of years ago. When I said they would lose one, I just think that it's the, the talent that they have. And again, it's, I don't think they're going seven and five. I think the talent that they have is just not quite as good as the talent that they are that they need that they are replacing. Right? The, the wide receiver room has not been the same in a couple of years. Uh, that offensive line has not been the same in a couple of years uh, as a group. And so I, I, it's going to be a real challenge, I think, this year for uh, Alabama. And that West is wide open. I guess they could surprise some people, but the West seems to be wide open. Yeah, I mean, I made my picks last week, and that is funny enough. I actually have Alabama going 11 and 1 with a surprise loss to Ole Miss. I could see a sneaky one like that, where I think Alabama is going to be up for some of these big games, and so maybe they get a little bit overconfident. I guess my prediction was they got a little overconfident after winning that game against Texas and then going to South Florida 
picking up a win there. And then you come back and you play an Ole Miss team, maybe catch them by surprise. I mean, Lane Kiffin's going to have something in store. Even though that game's in Tuscaloosa, Lane All the tough games are in tough, right. tough schools. But that's a that's a game that you know Lane Kiffin could surprise them. And I think I'm thinking that they'll use that game at an early season surprise like that to recenter, and then you're going to see kind of a change similar to what happened in 2015 when they lost the early to Ole Miss and they kind of bounced back and were able to uh, kind of recenter and, and and make a title push. And I think that they have a team to do that. Um, so, so maybe maybe that's the kind of deciding game or deciding point in the season. J.C. Latham said that they're going to go undefeated and uh, win the national title and win the Joe Moore and be the best team ever. And like he was not shy in his predictions at all. You'd hope that he would say that. He is Tony Sakalas, Tide Illustrated. Always great catching up with you. Thanks so much for everything, and uh, we'll probably talk throughout the season. Thanks again. De- definitely. Thanks for having me on. All right, Tony Sukalis from Tide Illustrated. Let's take a timeout. Rumors have it that Billy Napier is in uh, the building. We'll see if we can get him. Otherwise, we got uh, Alabama corner Kool-Aid McKinstry and Vanderbilt wide receiver Will Shepard uh, coming up back-to-back. Maybe we can record a Billy uh, and play it later on. We will see if we can get him. All right, let's take a timeout, Lyndon. It's Dave Schultz live at SEC Media Days, powered by Dwight Andrus Insurance, a division of Hub International, and Lafayette Roofing. We're at the Grand Hyatt in Nashville, Tennessee on 103.3 The Goat. Don't let someone get your goat. There's plenty to go around for everyone. 103.3 The Goat. The greatest sports talk of all time. If you're hiring, it can feel like trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. Like Marco, president of operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Now try ZipRecruiter free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash F-R-E-E. Ernie Johnson and Charles Barkley welcoming you back to Susan's Cubicle here in Accounts Payable. What an afternoon of non-stop bookkeeping action, Charles. Are you kidding me? She set herself a reminder to get out of that chair and move. That's a smart use of a timeout. She's somehow still reading her emails while getting her heart rate up and moving her muscles. Healthy habits that could lower your risk of cancer. Uh-oh, it's Karen from the IT department. This is a wrinkle no one saw coming. She means well, but she just derailed the yoga class down an accounts receivable. There she goes with one of her usual distractions. But Susan just tosses her a no-look way. That's a crazy move. Let's watch that again. She's stretching, and there's the effortless sideways. Susan's putting on a clinic. Susan from Accounts Payable. Dominated. Just get moving. It helps in the prevention of so many cancers. Stand up to cancer and Optum want to help you reduce your risk for cancer. Visit TakeAHealthyStand.org. The mission of Paralyzed Veterans of America is clear. Accessibility. Veterans who have served and sacrificed the best of themselves deserve access to the best our country has to offer. Access to meaningful employment. Access to the veterans' benefits they've earned. Accessible homes and vehicles. And access to every part of their communities. With PVA staff working inside VA hospitals, no other veterans' organization has provided more real-time 
ongoing support for paralyzed veterans and their families. PVA is proud to serve veterans across all branches, all generations, and all conflicts. Our nation's heroes fought for your independence. Join PVA in fighting for theirs at PVA.org. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Pardon us. Well, we butt in with a little common sense. 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. Back on Sports Chat at SEC Media Day is brought to you by Dwight Andrus Insurance and Lafayette Roofing. We're here with Alabama defensive back Kool-Aid McKinstry. So I'm going to go back. People are talking about college. I'm talking about high school. Pinson Valley versus Spanish Fort. A lot of talent down in Mobile. What's it like seeing all these high school Alabama kids be so good in college football? Uh, well, it's amazing because I'm from the state of Alabama. A lot of people are always talking about great high school players coming from Florida and Texas, but I'm very confident in the players that we have coming to Alabama. I'm, I, I love them. I mean, you were playing in the championship game in December, and then I think somewhere around October, as a freshman, you were on the field. I mean, that was mind-blowing to me. What was that experience like that you could make that jump right from high school directly onto the field, not in just college football, but for Alabama? I want to thank my um, high school coaches for preparing me to be ready for that situation. Um, I, I had great high school coaches that were that would that coached me good to prepare me for college level. So when I got to college, I was already ready. Now you played both sides of the ball in high school. How had how was playing wide receiver helping you become a better defensive back? Uh, me playing receiver helped me a lot being a cornerback because I can read the tendencies and see what a receiver lined up, knowing what kind of routes are coming out based off where they're lined up. So me being a receiver player, big impact on me playing cornerback. What's it been like playing for Nick Saban? Um, it's been amazing. Ain't nothing better than playing for the GOAT. We're talking with the Kool-Aid McKinstry. What, how did you get the nickname? Tell everybody how you got the nickname. Um, I got the nickname when I came out of my mom. I was smiling and my grandmother said I had the Kool-Aid smile. So that's how I got the name Kool-Aid. And what flavor? Do you have a particular flavor? Um, black cherry or pink lemonade. We're talking with Kool-Aid McKinstry. A couple more minutes here on Sports Chat on 103.3, uh, the GOAT. What's it like playing at Alabama where the expectations are, you know, it's kind of championship or bust. It's not really fair, but those are the standards that have been set. Yes, sir. And um, that's, that's like you said, me in high school, I won a lot of state champions. So I didn't want to go nowhere else where there wasn't the goal to win a national championship. So that's why I came to Alabama so I can win championships and be a part of a winning program. All right, let's wrap it up here. We got to talk about the ensemble here, the wardrobe. It, it feels like a lot of effort went, <laughs> went into this. To tell, I mean, how did you pick out what you're wearing? You got 
looks like he got some white jeans on. He got some, are those Nike? He got some running shoes on with the Nike socks. You got a diamond watch. You got a diamond number one. Uh, you got a pink bow tie. Did you tie the, t- did you tie the bow tie? Came already tied. <laughs> My grandmother picked this fit out though. She did her thing. They say I was the best fit of the, of the SEC media. He's Kool-Aid McKinstry, cornerback for Alabama. Best of luck this season. Thanks so much. Yes, sir. Thank you. Steve Schultz back at SEC Media Days on 103.3 The Goat. It's a Tuesday afternoon sports chat. We're here with Vanderbilt wide receiver Will Shepard, a Mandeville, a Louisiana uh, native. Uh, he had quite the season last year. What I mean, is this a, bit a progression or was it the coaching change? How did we go from where you were to where you are now? Uh, I think it's just a part of the process. And, you know, we start year one with the new coach, new staff, everything. You know, it's going to take time to build. And I think we're really show- showcasing that through our process. How did you end up at Vanderbilt? Parents, you're from, you were actually born in northern Louisiana. We don't really talk about those <laughs> places. Uh, they were a lot of tech grads, right? And now uh, you find yourself in Mandeville and you end up at Vanderbilt. Yeah, Vanderbilt actually come out of high school. Uh, even with my production, my senior year, it was only my, my only Power 5 offer. So I just thought I was going to just take the chance you know i had other offers uh teams like tulane and group of five schools like that but i always had a dream to play in the sec it might not have been vanderbilt at the time but now this is where i'm at and this is where home is yeah but with the offer from vanderbilt that the grades got to be there right it can't be like all right we can go anywhere the i mean you obviously excelled in school and so i presume when vanderbilt comes calling they've actually checked on the grades before they can think about making you an offer yeah definitely you know my mom uh since i was little is always hard on making sure i get my academics first and make sure that my grades are at the par uh, we're talking with Will Shepard. He's majoring in medicine, health, and uh, he's part of the Society in the College of Arts and Science. Uh, second team, all SEC. Third team, all SEC from Phil Steele. Uh, finished the season last year, 60 catches, 776 yards, nine touchdowns. I mean, you guys had a pretty good improvement, kind of went over, kind of maybe exceeded expectations last year. What was that like? Uh, you know, coming off, uh, the season before that with the, what was it only like two wins or something like that? It's definitely an improvement, but it's not exactly where we want to be. You know, our goal is postseason play and we're still trying to achieve that this season through our hard, hard work and our process. And yet it is really tough. You know, you're going up against the two time defending national champions in the division. You have Kentucky, which is pretty good. You got Tennessee now that's taken another level. South Carolina has moved up a little bit. Uh, Missouri's pretty good. How did, where do you find, where do you find Vanderbilt in that mix? Uh, I think, honestly, we can compete with anybody, you know. It's all about uh, trust, communication within, and uh, just belief that we can, you know. At the end of the day, we're in the SEC just like they're in the SEC. We put our pants on one leg at a time just like they do, you know, and having that uh, no-fear mentality and just the belief in ourselves. How big was that win against Florida? Uh, it was a huge win, you know. It definitely showed people that we are here and we can compete and that we're here to play and we're not just the bottom of the SEC, you know, like people think we might be, but... Uh, I think, you know, you go back to that win and the uh, Kentucky win, and it definitely opens a lot of eyes up. What is What has Coach uh, Clark Lee installed in Vanderbilt? Uh, we talk a lot about process. You know, uh, nothing's uh, given. Everything's got to be earned. You know, you got to work for what you want. You know, our goal is postseason play, but we're not just going to get there magically. You know, it's going to take hard work, and it's going to take a lot out of us to be able to get to where we want to go. Did you guys play at Hawaii last year? Yeah, we did. We took that long 10-hour flight. <laughs> Is that a direct flight from Nashville or you got to make a pit stop in L.A., right? No, nah, we actually went uh direct. 
You went direct. That's got to be brutal. Yeah, it was, it was bad. I mean, I was in first class, so. <laughs> did you pick numbers or something like that, or how did how does that go? I don't I don't know exactly how they did it. I don't. I just know I ended up in there. I was, so I was able to lay out a little bit. You know, I had a little more luxury than some other people on the plane, which was uh, definitely a blessing, uh, especially coming home from that game. Now, did you take a couple extra days? Because I know people who go out to Hawaii, you got to. No one goes to Hawaii for a week, right? You can go other places for a week. You got to take 10 days to two weeks to take a vacation there just to get used to the time zone change. How long were you out there to try and get used to that? Oh, uh, I think we left on Sunday and got there like Monday afternoon or something. I don't even, yeah, we were there from like Monday all the way through. Uh, it's been a week in Hawaii. I mean, that's outstanding. Was there any tours or something along those lines? Yeah, we did a couple of tours. We went uh, up in the mountains and did a tour. We did uh, we went to Pearl Harbor. We did some community service things, and then, of course, we had a little bit of free time too. I mean, what was it like visiting Pearl Harbor? That is an amazing museum. Yeah, it was definitely an incredible experience. You know, that's not something that you just get to do on a normal basis. So it's definitely uh, something that we were appreciative of. All right, we're talking with Will Shepard, wide receiver for Vanderbilt on a Tuesday afternoon. Sports chat, the Mandeville, Louisiana uh, native. All right, what about 2023? What can we take from last year and take it to the next step this season? I think for us it's about uh, maintaining that confidence that we had when we played uh, Kentucky, played Florida. You know, we came out of those games with huge momentum, and we didn't end the season exactly how we wanted to end it, but I think building on top of that and just uh, staying true to our process and making sure that we keep working to get where we need to go. Now, you said coming out of high school, Vanderbilt was the only Power 5 school, uh, maybe due to the production, but now you are producing. You know, is there any chance that maybe you're looking at a Senior Bowl invite? Uh, That's definitely the goal is to be invited to uh, the Reese's Bowl, which is the most prestigious one and the best one, in my opinion. Uh, So I'm definitely going to have to keep working, and hopefully after this season I'll be able to get that invite. And what happens after after football is done? After football is done, I'm hoping to get in, like, some real estate stuff, something like that, yeah. You're doing the medical stuff and you want to sell real estate? Yeah. Looks like you want to be a doctor. You're killing me over here. I got put in like a situation. I kind of had to choose like a major, so I kind of just pick one. But I know that pick the hardest one. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a little bit tough, especially being at Vanderbilt. You know, it's definitely a lot of work and hard work at that. But uh, yeah, I think definitely the real estate because there's a lot of different avenues you can take with that, and there's a lot of money in that field. <laughs> He's Will Shepard. He's got a good head on his shoulders. Wide receiver at Vanderbilt. He is from Mandeville, uh, Louisiana. Thanks for hopping on a Tuesday afternoon sports chat on 103.3 The Goat. And best of luck this season. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Dave Schultz back at. Oh, turn on the microphone. There you go. Dave Schultz back at uh, SEC uh, Media Days. Thanks to Kool Aid McKinstry and uh, Will Shepard for hopping on. I think our opportunities to get Billy Napier are not going to happen. We did get a nice picture with him, but <laughs> that's about it. Billy heard that's that tight end uh, question was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna mosey on long by, Dave." <laughs> that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. We'll see. We'll see if his handler brings him by, but I am. Uh, I'm not counting on that. All right, so we can reset. Uh, let's take a timeout. All right, we will. Uh, we'll be back after this. Uh, and reset. We still have. Well, who do we have? Do we have? Uh, we got Takeo Spikes and John Neighbors. SEC mm-hmm. Network and John Neighbors. And we got Zach Prance. Uh, 103.7 The Buzz. And Frankie Frangie. Arkansas. I don't, know if gonna, I don't know if you want to play those tomorrow, but we got Zach Krantz and Frankie Frangie as well and Jalen Crumbly. Yes. Jalen Crumbly. Yes, we will play, we'll play Frank Frangie, Jaden Crumbly, and Zach Krantz tomorrow. Gotcha. All right, back after this.
SEC Media Days, 103.3. Thank you. wasn't for goats, we wouldn't have coffee. Look it up. Can I get some coffee? You want some coffee? No, thank you. I'm fine. And the best sports talk in Acadiana. 103.3 The Goat. There's a heat advisor at Acadiana Automotive Group. We advise you to get down here for these red hot deals. Like this brand new 2023 1500 Bighorn. 23% off the MSRP. That's almost $15,000 off sticker. So come see our team at Acadian Automotive Group where the savings are scorching and excitement is off the chart. Under the big American flag across from the airport, Lafayette. 10% manufacturer's rebate, 13% dealer discount, plus tax title and license. Visit AcadianaDodge.com. Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. At 4 in the morning, my phone rang. They said, I regret to inform you that your husband was wounded in action. Victor sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. I was doing school full-time, and I was also then caring for Victor. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. I just didn't want to forget that I also had goals and that I also had a life. What I did is I challenged Victor to meet me halfway. There are almost 6 million military and veteran caregivers across the nation. We have our own journey, and we can fulfill that journey at the same time that we are helping our loved one. Visit aarp.org caregiving for a free military veteran's guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Lafayette Roofing, from the roof to the roots of Acadiana. We know issues with your roof can be intimidating and maybe even expensive. But not if you call Lafayette Roofing. Big or small, we handle it all at a price you can afford. We also offer our standard five-year labor and materials warranty. Lafayette Roofing takes pride in being in the heart of Acadiana and the official roofing company of your Rage and Cajuns. So if you need a roof, who else would you call? Call Lafayette Roofing. Our name says it all. 237-ROOF. That's 237-7663. Every second counts in a poison emergency. That's why Poison Help is standing by 24-7 to provide free assistance in over 100 languages. Save Poison Help as a contact in your phone today. Poison Help. 1-800-222-1222. Dwight Andrus, a division of Hub International, is Louisiana's premier employee benefits and commercial insurance brokerage. Dwight Andrus can insure just about any risk that your business faces. Dwight Andrus specializes in the construction, healthcare, real estate, and hospitality industry. Chances are, you're probably already doing business with someone who does business with Dwight Andrews. Dwight Andrews, a division of Hub International. Ask to speak with Harry Pataya or Brant Etier. Visit them at DwightAndrewsInsurance.com. St. Joseph's Indian School is much more than a school for Native American children. It's like a family. Classes are fun here. I am learning about my culture. Since 1927, St. Joseph's Indian School has provided children the education, health care, and support they need to succeed. To help give our kids brighter futures, learn more at stjo.org today. Don't let someone get your goat. There's plenty to go around for everyone. 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. Schultz back at SEC Media Days on 
1033 uh, The Goat, powered by Dwight Andrus Insurance, uh, Division of Hub International and uh, Lafayette uh, Roofing. Uh, again, we're going to try and get Billy Napier. Um, it doesn't kind of got the brush off. Not by him. He's really, in this case, it's their SID. And we tried to get him uh, last year and try to get him this year. Well, we're behind. We're late. Well, if you're late, you can stay later, right? Aren't you taking a private plane back to Gainesville? True. That, you know. True, 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 true. You know, if they're if they're late to their SEC obligations, all right, you catch up. But you know, now they're doing Radio Row. He's actually on with Frank Frangie because he's the big he's the big radio guy in Jacksonville. So uh, okay, you got you got to go on that station. So yeah, we're just a former. You know, we're not his college anymore. You know. Yeah, but here's the thing. There's plenty of talent. Oh, from to here. True. True, 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 true. Lafayette, right? In Louisiana. That's how he got Etienne to go to Florida. Because he recruited, right? He said when he came to Louisiana, he's like, it was right before signing day. And he's like, we're not going to get anything done this signing day because it's in four days. And, and it won't be by February. But by February of, what would it have been, 18? Or then when he was hired, 18, 19, 20, 21? So it would have been February of 19 would have been his first full year. By that point in time, he said, we will have somebody who talked to every high school in Louisiana. And that's how you get an Etienne to go to Florida instead of all the other schools uh, that were calling, such as, oh, I don't know, Clemson and LSU among them. Fair. No, that's fair. So he's doing a good job recruiting. We'll see what happens with uh, Graham Mertz uh, this year. That could be make or break. You, you know, know, that just <laughs> what's that? I mean, look, that it's going to be make or break. Cause it's going to put him on the hot seat. Like if he loses this year, I don't think he'll get fired after this year. But he will be on the hot seat if it's a bad season. That's correct. That's I mean, that's fair. Unfortunately, yeah. You know, and then we'll see with the five star that they got the quarterback. And it's a whole new thing, you know, trying to, he didn't do very well. He said he didn't do a whole lot in the portal, in the second portal. He got a lot of guys transferred in, you know, after the season, but not after the spring. So, and I mean, as of right now, right, uh, doesn't he have like the fifth rated class? Um, let's see. Let's see. In 2024? Let me go to 247 Sports, see what, see what they Right now he's right. third. He's third? Okay. He's got 21 commits. Right, and I still think we're under the rule you can bring in as many people as you want. As long as you don't go over eighty five. Georgia's got twenty five commits, they're one. Ohio State's number two, they got eighteen commits. Florida number three, they got twenty one commits. Michigan's got twenty six. And here comes Alabama, my goodness. <laughs> they have fourteen commits. Jeez. Three five stars. And uh they are fifth in uh, the country. My God. LSU is lacking a little bit. Where is uh Where's the Tigers class for? They're 13. They're sitting at 13. They do not have any five stars yet. They have 18 commits. We did sit down with Zach Krantz from 560 WQAM in Miami, my former stomping grounds. Uh, Miami, Mary Cristobal doing a good job with 18 commits, but here's the thing about, right, where, you know, you gotta win. We hear people gotta win. The problem with Cristobal down in Miami is that he was getting embarrassed mm. by Middle Tennessee State, True. by Florida State, and by Duke. It's one thing if you lose to Florida State. It's another thing to get blown out. Losing to Duke is bad enough. But Riley Leonard, my boy Riley Leonard, uh, pummeled uh, the Hurricanes. And that's a bad look. 
especially when the guy who was there before, Manny Diaz, was losing, but losing close ball games. You cannot get embarrassed. You cannot get embarrassed by Middle Tennessee State. No, right? that, that's Not bad. Good. That's like LSU no, losing bad. to ULM. Saban did that his first year, right? Yep. Yeah, that's why. With I, Alabama? That's why yeah. I said it. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. LSU yeah. lost to Troy. I mean, you remember that with Ogeron. That, that, I think that was what put him over the edge of like, we got to get this guy out of here. Well, no, that was, no. Thought, that wasn't the game? I thought there was a game that he lost that was like, all right. No, Troy. No, Troy. The game they lost to Troy was that was before the championship. Oh, okay, okay. I must be. I thought there was, was a game that he lost the season after, or that like really made the fan base hot and call for him. I thought there was one, but I could be mistaken. I have to think about that. There was certainly a game after they won the championship, but it wasn't a Troy ball game. They lost to Troy. That was Danny Etling. Okay. Um. Darius guys. I don't know if Fournette played. I, I'm presuming uh, Fournette was there. Yeah, no, you're right. This was, this was pre-championship. This was people questioning, oh, did we make the right hire? That's what it was. No, you're right. Yeah, that very well could have been the case. Yes. That was, I mean, that's what Neil Brown, and, you know, what goes around comes around. Neil Brown's on a hot seat in West Virginia. Mm. Right? He needs to win. He needs to get it. He need West Virginia needs eight to ten wins. And if they don't get that, he's out of there. I would presume so. Jeez. Yes. College football yes. is probably the if you're a coach, that's the one sport that has like the worst job security, in my opinion. Worse than the pros, worse than college basketball, worse than professional basketball, and both baseballs. Yes, but it does have financial security that comes oh, with it. Oh, for sure. Not yet. If you're a top, if, if you're, you're a top, top coach. coach. Yeah. Okay. 100%. Now, if you're an assistant coach, you know, on a group of five level, that's the guys that are, you know, I know Ken Womack's making a lot, but how much are assistant coaches making? True. You know, even if they got a raise. That's why Dion or, left. Or, or here, I'm sorry, I thought I was in Mobile. You know, Mike Desimo, how much do Cajun's assistant coaches make? You know, it's, it's not just the head coach who loses their job, but usually they're, 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 they're fired and they're handed a, a seven, or eight figure check. Here you go. I think Gus Malzahn got a like a lump sum payment of like fifteen million dollars like sixty days later. Jeez. It's in the contract. And that's exactly so, why uh Dion one of the reasons why they left Jackson State, because he had to get his assistance paid. Right. At least that's what one of his stories. That's one yes. of the yeah, that's one of his uh, one of the reasons. That's what he's one of his yeah. defenses. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and so I never worry about the coach uh, getting fired, whether that's fair or not, because they always, you know, no one's concerned about Brian Harson. He got a ton of money. He's going to get a job here. I'm surprised he didn't get a job yet, but he'll be fine. All right. Ed Orgeron, right? I mean, he even jokes about it. You know, what happened at the end of the year? They said, we're letting you go. Here's a check. And he's like, where do I sign? Mm-hmm. Right. He was using it as, as a joke. No, you're and right. I mean, he was out. He signed the contract, right? Did he? Did he last the year? Um, I don't think so. So they won it in nineteen, right? Mm-hmm. Oh no, he didn't last twenty-one. He got fired in twenty-one. He didn't get fired in twenty. That's when he brought it when that when they brought in the the bad defensive coordinator and confused everybody. He came back in twenty one, but he did not. Even though I will say that defensive coordinator, I interviewed him on on the show, 
and, yeah. I, and I know him. He's now back with the with the Vikings. I just don't think I don't think he was necessarily bad. I just don't think the system he was doing fit the players that Ed was. I don't think they were a match made in heaven because he's back with the Vikings doing really well. Doing what? Um, I think he's back doing a secondary coach. Let's see. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, hold on. I guess I forget his name. Former LSU defensive. I'm gonna look this up. But I but I All saw right. him. He was on uh the quarterback documentary, and I looked it up. And yeah, he's back there. No, not uh, it's not Dave Aranda. What was this guy's name? It was something Jones, something Johnson. Um. Let me see. Well, I thought he was a former. No, wasn't he the Nebraska coach? Oh, you're talking about Bo Pelini. Oh, no, 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 no. Yes. Wait, wait. I'm talking about the guy that worked with Bo That's That's why we're confused. No, no, it's the guy that worked with uh, Bo Pelini or was like right after Bo Pelini. I forget. Because they fired Bo Pelini after the first year. Right. But that's not why they were. Bad. No, 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 he no. Had, yeah. He had all kinds of issues. Mm hmm. Ah, okay, yeah, Durante, uh, Durante Jones is who they replaced him with. That's my guy. Oh. Yeah, and he's back okay. with, uh, the Vikings. All right. No, it was Bo Pelini was the issue. Yeah, Bo yeah, Pelini so. was the, the really, really bad one. But yeah. Yeah, but Orgeron, you know, took the money and ran. He did. He did. He did. I mean, the first thing that comes up here, Ed Orgeron reveals how he responded to getting fired. This is from, Athlon Sports, September 6, 2022. Let's see what he says here. They said, Coach, you've got $17.1 million on your contract. We're going to give it to you. I said, what time do you want me to leave and what door do you want me to leave out of, brother? <laughs> That's some Ed Ogeron stuff, man. <laughs> yeah. And he's living his best life, right? Oh, 100%. 100%. Did he just get married? Yep. Or engaged. All right. Well, All I right. think I, I think he got married. I think he did. Okay. So yeah. So he's he's doing really well. Oh. So we're not worried about that. But that's the point is, is that these head coaches, you know, get paid off. Mm-hmm. While their they assistants are in trouble. Yeah. No, yeah. you're right. It's the assistants that are in bad shape. No. One hundred percent. One hundred. That's the problem. That. Yeah. Oh, we got a response about the carrot cake. So You got a response to the carrot cake. Yep. As someone who door dashes carrot cake from McAllister's nope. at least two times a month, it's great to know that I have something in common with a football dad. Okay. Oh, all right. Okay, so carrot cake fan. Is that would that be considered a lot door dashing carrot cake twice a month? I mean, Dave, I don't eat cake that much. <laughs> like I I can't tell you the last time I ate a cake. Yeah, oh, but everybody I, has a yep. Yeah, okay, for my birthday. But yeah, there's birthdays every day. There's True. anniversaries every day. Someone's celebrating something every day. Fair, but we for should one celebrate person, tight end day for one person every to day. get. And I don't think they meant they door dash it. I think they meant they get it door dashed to them two times a month. Oh, yeah. oh I see. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, I got yeah. it. Okay. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I didn't think that was... Uh, oh, no, that's not a lot if she's DoorDash. No, no, but to get a DoorDash to you two times a month, that's quite a lot to eat some carrot cake. That means you like it. Right. So... I agree with that. I agree with that. <laughs> like, you know what yeah, I'm saying? I'm not, that I'm is not, a lot. Yeah, I'm not a carrot cake guy. I just... I do not get it. I do not get it. 
All right, two six nine one zero seven seven, two six nine one zero seven seven. We got Takeo Spikes coming up. Excited for that. Uh, and John Neighbors. We'll see. Maybe uh, some other guests are. Oh, there he is. He's. A, you know, we we could have done it live. We'll do it live. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, <laughs> but we'll. But uh, it is uh, it is recorded, uh, as the case uh, may be. All right, let's take a timeout. Takeo Spikes is a legend. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. You should have asked him about his anime-sized neck. (laughs) Dude looks like an anime character or a superhero. Right. All right, Dave Schultz, Lennon Burton. We're live from SECBD Days in Nashville, Tennessee, all powered by Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Andrus Insurance Division of Hub International on 1033. Let go. Gulf Coast Bank says congrats to our 2023 high school graduates. Stop by any Gulf Coast Bank location to open a personal checking account and receive $50. No monthly service charge for five years and entry into Gulf Coast Bank's grad promo sweepstakes. All Gulf Coast personal checking accounts come with free online banking, free online bill pay, free e-statements, free Gulf Coast Bank mobile app with mobile check deposit, free 24-7 telephone banking, and more. Gulf Coast Bank is proud to salute the 2023 23 high school graduates. $50 account credit received at account opening. $50 minimum deposit to open with online banking and bill pay, mobile banking, mobile online alerts, and other similar services. Message, data, and or internet service provider rates apply as applicable. With debit cards, overdraft, and return item fees may apply. Promotion ends August 31st, 2023. No purchase necessary to enter the sweepstakes. The Dell Technologies Black Friday in July event has arrived with limited quantity deals on top tech to power any fashion. Save on select XPS PCs and more powered by the latest Intel Core processors. Plus, get savings on select monitors and accessories, free shipping, and monthly payment options with Dell Preferred Account. Save today by calling 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Offered to U.S. residents by WebBank, who determines qualifications for and terms of credit. Hi, I'm Connie Britton, and I want to share with you the experience of Donna in Washington. She writes, I got injured about five years ago. I was let go when, because of the injury, I couldn't keep up with my schedule. I've tried to find other work, but I'm 68 now. No one wants to hire someone that old. This week is tough, though, because I had to get my tooth fixed. So I only have $10 in my checking account. But it will be okay. I at least have food because of this pantry. Millions of people face hunger. Some every day, just like Donna. The Feeding America network of food banks helps provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Feeding America. 200 food banks strong. Before I was adopted, I felt alone. I felt nervous that I wouldn't have a family. I was getting older and older. I didn't think I was going to get adopted. With help from the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption, Lexi, Connor, and LaShawna now have a forever family and the foundation for a bright future. When I was adopted, it was like, wow, I get to settle, and this is permanent. After I was adopted, I felt happy. 
Adoption changed me for the better. I feel like I can be whoever I want to be. Every child deserves a safe, loving, and permanent home. Help the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption find forever families for children who have been lingering in foster care the longest. Learn more at DaveThomasFoundation.org. The mission of Paralyzed Veterans of America is clear. Accessibility. Veterans who have served and sacrificed the best of themselves deserve access to the best our country has to offer. Access to meaningful employment. Access to the veterans' benefits they've earned. Accessible homes and vehicles. And access to every part of their communities. With PVA staff working inside VA hospitals, no other veterans organization has provided more real-time, ongoing support for paralyzed veterans and their families. PVA is proud to serve veterans across all branches, all generations, and all conflicts. Our nation's heroes fought for your independence. Join PVA in fighting for theirs at pva.org. Mess with a goat. You'll get the horns, then the butt. Because that's what goats do. 1033, the goat. All right, Dave Schultz, Lynn and Burton on a Wednesday afternoon Yacht Rock edition of Sports Chat. I will say uh, the sun is out. It was raining earlier today. We obviously had some uh, bad weather uh, yesterday. Uh, the doors crashed open. Uh, they're still being held together by, looks like, uh, tablecloths and sandbags. Uh, but the sun is uh, shining, although it is a little bit cloudy. Uh, out there uh, in Nashville, we are gonna. We'll see how this. We'll see how this goes uh, with the karaoke tonight. All right, um, we still got more stories coming out of Chicago there, uh, Lyndon. Um, let's see what we got. Any more? Attorney says Northwestern hazing existed within athletic program. Oh, geez, so it's still coming out. Look, Dave, we said it yesterday. Get rid of the AD. Like, like you said, if there's the coach should have known what was going on in his program, and the AD should have known what was going on in his university. Not one, one hazing problem. Okay, right. miss oversight. Two hazing problems. No, 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 no. There's an issue over there. I wouldn't be well, surprised but, if there's hazing going on in other sports. Well, I think there's hazing in. I think the cheerleaders were getting hazed. Jeez, man. Uh, how about this one? This was a quarterback. Uh, Lloyd Yates. I find it hard to believe that coaches were not aware of what was taking place. Lloyd Yates, a quarterback at Northwestern from 2015 to 2017, said during a Wednesday news conference, a lot of coaches took part in it in many different manners, and the explicit behavior was so explicit. It was loud. It took place in close proximity to where a lot of the staff trainers were located. It's kind of hard to take a blind eye. Yates declined to say how the coaches or staff would participate in the hazing. 
Jeez. Dan Webb, attorney for Pat Fitzgerald, said in a statement that the allegations made Wednesday were broad-based and imprecise and that no facts or evidence show that Fitzgerald had any knowledge whatsoever of hazing within the football program. Webb also said they move forward to dismiss the civil suits filed against the coach. I mean, this is a mess. Yeah, it's a hot mess. Right? I mean... Does the NCA? You'd, you'd like the NCA to step it up. You don't really think of, you know, trashing the Northwestern uh, athletic program, but you know, it does not. It looks bad. Yeah, it looks horrible. It looks bad. <laughs> bad isn't even the word. It looks yeah. horrible. Uh, Saquon Barkley claims that he's going to think about. He's going to think about uh, sitting out because the Giants don't appreciate his worth. All right, we'll see. Not sure that worked out so well for Le'Veon Bell. Go ahead. And see, the thing is, and I talked to Norman Locke about this on the other day on Inside the Huddle, which y'all can check out every day from 7 to 9 a.m. I asked, I said, look, do you do we think Saquon is worth the money? Because I brought up this, uh, Dave, for a running back to get the money, they have to be like a Camara type, someone who catches and runs. You have to make yourself versatile. You have to make yourself uh, seem like we deserve this money and then some. But the issue is not that Saquon doesn't do that. The issue is that Saquon has a horrible injury history. And if you're Saquon with this horrible injury history, why not take the franchise tag this year? Because you're obviously not going to get the money you want. Obviously not. Because they don't value you. But sitting out is going to hurt your value too. So take the franchise tag, play for one year, and then get out of there. Right. That's right. That's what he should do. That's exactly what he should do. Yeah. I think that's what he'll end up doing. I don't, I, you know, does he think it's going to change? That's I, the only thing. I don't think so. That's the interesting part of it, right? Is that we don't think it's going to change. Like, at all. Right. So why, why, it's going to go less, it's going to get less. The franchise tag next year is probably going to be less. Exactly. So take the money that you can right now, get the guaranteed 10 million, put that in your pocket, guaranteed and the next year after you show people hey i'm not an injury problem i can play a full season catching passes and 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 doing multiple things i would make it to where i show hey this season i'm not just running the ball Uh, look if i'm coming back i want y'all to throw it to me and throw it to me as much as you can that way when it's time to renegotiate and, and go to the table if the giants don't want you you can find someone who will pay you maybe not ezekiel elliott money but you can set the standard for what running backs get because now not only are you a strong runner but you're like christian mccaffrey you're like Kamara, and you can offer uh plays with with your catching the ball not just running it Tiki Barber apparently said that he would, if he would have known, he would have moved to running back. Or if he was in this situation, he would move from running back to slot receiver. Yeah, that's exact, exactly what I'm talking about, Dave. And you see, Kamara has them running him out of the slot this season. We saw a lot of that in the uh, summer uh, OTAs. I guarantee you, we're going to see it in training camp. You got to make yourself right. as versatile as possible now as a running back because you see hey they don't value us that's not changing anytime soon no matter what any of y'all say won't change it like y'all have to make it to where oh they have no choice but to pay me that's right 
I mean, that's right. They, it's going to be. You have to come to the grips. I don't. I don't have a. I don't have an answer. I mm-hmm. saw someone, Carrington Harrison, I think. Who's the running back for the uh, Chiefs? Oh, uh, Pacheco. Right. He's never going to get paid. No. Because he's going to end up with uh, the only payment he's going to get is the salary cap. Because is, the is Chiefs the, uh, realize the franchise like, tag. The Chiefs realize, hey. I can get paid like we we try with Clyde Edwards Alaire. We tried drafting a high back. Didn't work. We got a back in the fifth, fourth, whatever round they drafted Pacheco in, and he did well. So you know what we're gonna keep doing? Drafting with our low draft picks, drafting these young running backs that we can turn over because we can't pay them because we have to pay Mahomes, we have to pay Kelsey, and we have to pay Chris Jones. Our team does well if we have those three guys. Everything else at this moment is replaceable. That's right. That's right. Also, by the way, one of the things I want to write about, and I will, uh, which we could talk about, is, you know, are these coaches' legacy really in danger? Right? Paul Feinbaum said if Nick Saban doesn't win the national championship, his legacy is tarnished. Oh, Bill, come Be- on. Bill Be- Belichick's legacy could be tarnished if he doesn't make the playoffs or he's on the hot seat, could get fired. It's interesting, right? We believe one thing about Mike McCarthy, right? But he's only been to one Super Bowl, only won one Super Bowl. You know who's in the same boat as Mike McCarthy? Sean Payton. Exactly. But anyone thinks Sean Payton is a great coach and Mike McCarthy's an idiot. No, you're right. The, the coach's legacies aren't determined by winning one champion. Like, you know, coaches' legacies are determined by how they perform, the plays they call. Like, if, if Bill Belichick and Nick Saban don't win another championship, they're still the greatest coaches of all time. Right. Like, yeah, no doubt. That's not changing no anything. Although, although, although... We are getting stories. I didn't realize this, and we can talk about it later. That Belichick is, you know, having to take responsibility for not bringing Brady back. True. All right, let's take a timeout. SEC Networks. Takeo Spikes up next on a uh, Wednesday afternoon Sports Chat 103.3. The go. First time ever. It's Black Friday in July at Home Furniture with break-down-the-door deals on everything. Plus, low, low, low payments with no money down. Sofa, as low as $10 per month. Queen bed from $11 per month. Sealy Queen Flush Mattress, as low as $15 per month. Black Friday savings on everything. Up to 60 months special financing with no money down. Plus, next day delivery. It's Black Friday in July through Saturday at Home Furniture plus bedding. See store for details. If you're hiring, it can feel like trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. Like Marco, president of operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Now try ZipRecruiter free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash F-R-E-E. And we're live here outside the Perez family home just waiting for the... And there they go. Almost on time this morning. Mom is coming out the front door strong with a double-arm kid carry. Looks like Dad has the bags. Daughter is bringing up the rear. Oh, but the diaper bag wasn't closed. Diapers and toys are everywhere. Ooh, but mom has just nailed the perfect car seat buckle for the toddler. And now the eldest daughter, who looks to be about 9 or 10, has secured herself in the booster seat. Dad zips the bag closed, and they're off. Ah, but looks like mom doesn't realize her coffee cup is still on the roof of the car. And there it goes. Oh, that's a shame. That mug was a fam favorite. 
Don't sweat the small stuff. Just nail the big stuff. Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Dan Hicks with Paul A. Zinger, welcoming you back to the Healthy Stand Classic. And Zing, she has been absolutely tremendous today. But it all comes down to this shot. It does, Dan, and you couldn't ask for better conditions. 68 degrees, just a slight two-mile-an-hour breeze and a UV index of three. This is absolutely critical. That is right. This direct exposure to midday sun could be increasing her risk to melanoma. It looks like she's making a change. Yeah, she's putting that putter back in the bag. Now let's see what she takes out. Oh, wow. Looks like she's pulling out a 15. I don't know. Looks like she's going with a 30. Strong choice. She's going to want to use the recommended SPF 30 even on a cloudy day. And notice how she's using broad spectrum sunscreen and a generous amount too incredible that was a masterful performance that was pretty good too stand up to cancer and optum want to help you reduce your risk for cancer visit takeahealthystand.org in the jungle the mighty jungle the sheep sleep tonight it just isn't the same without the lion Join the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance today. Visit sdzwa.org. 1033 The Goat. Yeah, that's the one. K277DQ Lafayette, 1420 KPEL Lafayette.